ask yourself a damn question. Is winning the only thing you Sports today are not just played on the field. They're played every day, online, all over the world, by sports fans just like you. Don't you dare breathe. That will get you ready. If you don't think you're a winner, you don't belong here. The Star Fantasy League Show puts you in control of your own team. Find out who to sit, who to start, how to play, and have your daily fantasy sports questions answered with your host, Jonathan Sprung, and co-host, Matthew Footer, and Nick Stablenko. The Star Fantasy League Show is on the air now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host, Matthew Footer. Joined by my co-host, Nick Stablenko, and we are back on this lovely Wednesday to talk some daily fantasy sports. It is a lovely Wednesday, isn't it? It is what they call hump day. So. Yeah, and it's, uh, it finally rose above 20 degrees in Rochester. It so. did. Uh, things are looking up. Yeah, that's a long road to be looking down. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got plenty of uh, daily fantasy sports action today. We only got three games on the NHL, so we'll, uh, we'll touch on those in the beginning. But we have a 12-game NBA slate. Obviously, if you're new to fantasy sports, uh, the big nights for hockey are usually Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Basketball is usually Monday, Wednesday. Friday, Saturday is kind of a big thing, and sometimes Sunday. So they reverse. They do that for a reason, and it uh, makes it fun. I yeah, think. I mean, it would be nice to say that they work in conjunction with one another, but I think it's just uh, it's just the way it's the ratings. media it's works. A rating. yep. It's all about ratings. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> all right, so let's jump right in with uh, the daily NHL action. Like I said, we only have three games. I like three games late sometimes for hockey. It depends on what the games are lined up, but sometimes – you know, you're going to run into a lot of the same players, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, it's a guarantee this guy's going to go off. So. Yeah, no, I, I actually like them too and uh, wrote about that a little bit this morning uh, about the, the way that uh, an insane uh, schedule can work. Uh, you know, yesterday there were 11 games on the, on the docket, mm-hmm. so it's, you know, what do you do with that? How do you manage that? And then you get a nice, neat little three-game slate on the back end there. So, yeah, I like it a little bit. I think it gives you uh, a more focused approach. And uh, I think you can. Uh, I think you can do a few more things. And they can check that out at blog.starfantasyleagues.com. Yes, correct? indeed. All right. First game on the slate tonight. We got the Calgary Flames plus 105 taking on your New Jersey Devils min- minus 125. Kari Ramo versus Corey Schneider. Yeah, you know. Uh, thank you very much, Lou Lamorello, for finally figuring out how to get this team to win <laughs> just at the wrong time. Yeah. Now, really uh, wrong time. yeah, we're too far out of a playoff spot to make any of these wins matter. And then uh, it's too deep into the season to actually start winning because they're starting to get themselves further and further away from a good draft. I think they're, what, 12, 14 out of the wild card oh, spot? Yeah. Yep, 14 yep. points? So. Yeah, so uh, whatever. The Devils are winning. So from a daily fantasy standpoint, we have to take that into account. Corey Schneider is a very hot goaltender right now ever since the All-Star break. Really, actually, since the beginning of the new year, he has been stellar. Mm-hmm. So you have to give him a look. He's around 18000 now. His price has just crept up slowly. Uh, and Calgary, they would, would you like me to make a pun here? They went up in smoke last oh, night. All right. <clears throat> Continuing on with the Calgary puns. So. Yeah, we're horrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they were, in, they were at Madison Square Garden last night taking on the Rangers, and they lost one nothing. They couldn't get a single puck past Camp Talbot. That's because they only took 21 shots. Wow, that's, so that's not pretty good. terrible. And that's Talbot, not like we said yesterday, has been pretty awful. Yeah, so for whatever reason, Calgary is not a very ideal pick tonight. New Jersey, on the other hand, is never an ideal pick. 
Uh, but Corey Schneider, I think, is the number one consideration. Some value options there. Patrick Eliash, uh, Scott Gomez, who apparently is resurging in a Devils jersey. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, three, four years after he basically went in the tank. So. Yep. And then you always have to consider Mike Camilleri. They got him for a reason to score goals, and he hasn't done much of that this year. But lately, he has put a few in the net. So there are some good options on uh, New Jersey. As far as Calgary goes, I like Dennis Weidman. He's been playing really well lately. Yeah. He's around 10000 uh, not too bad of a price tag for a defenseman there. And, uh, I mean, I just I don't know if I have any faith in the top line right now. So mm-hmm. that second line has a couple of value plays, Lance Booma and David Jones, to be exact. So you can give a look to those guys. You have to at least consider them on a short slate. Lance Booma, that's a great name. Lance right Booma. For a hockey player? He's been playing really well, Boomba's too. Booma's the Booma. He's that's been doing terrible. really well lately. All right. Uh, moving on, we got the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins plus 100, plus 100 excuse me, uh, Looks like uh, Marc-Andre Fleury most likely taking on the Washington Capitals. Minus 120 is confirmed Braden Holtby. It's the rivalry night game, as they call it. Yeah, I know. This is the uh, NHL-manufactured rivalry from yeah. the uh, from the lockout days. Well, honestly, I was watching something last night on one of the networks that this kind of stems back a little bit farther than you think, I, and I didn't realize this, honestly. It started in the uh, mid to, mid-70s, mid early 80s when uh, – Washington almost folded, essentially, mm-hmm. and uh, Pittsburgh fans would come down, and they, st- they actually played each other a lot in the playoffs in the 80s and 90s, more than you'd think. And uh, so it, it, it stems back. It kind of died towards the turn of the century and then picked Fair back enough. up with the Ovechkin-Crosby. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, the, the fact of the matter is that Pittsburgh has not been able to figure out Washington at all this year. No. I believe they're 3-0, and uh, or 0-3, excuse me. And uh, Washington has been lights out against this team. If you can get Alex Ovechkin in, sure, go ahead. He's 17,000. I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find anybody that can really do that and have a successful lineup tonight. But it's at the same time, he's been really hot lately, and he's been excellent against the Penguins. Yep. So his line, of course, is always in consideration with Nick Backstrom. But I'm really kind of finished with that rotating right wing. It's been Andre Burakovsky. They fit in other guys too. Kuznetsov, I, I believe, it was up there. Oh uh, yeah, point. I mean they've they've had a bunch, they've had a rotating cast of characters on that second line Johansson, or on the first line. Excuse Johansson me. for a while. Yep, yep. it's just. Whatever, whatever. The focus on that line is figure out a way to get Alex Ovechkin the puck on the left side. Yeah. <laughs> Just let him loose. Uh, as far as Pittsburgh goes, I'm actually tempted to take a couple of Pittsburgh guys tonight. Really? Well, they're 0-3, right? Yep. I mean, you would, th- you would think that, okay, yeah, with the odds stacked against them, then they come out and they're like, well, I want to play a little harder in this mm-hmm. one because they've gotten us three times this season, particularly with Crosby and Malkin, who are both reasonably priced right now. Neither of them is at the max where they were pretty much all of last season. Yeah, that, that that's very key. If you're going to pay up for a max guy, uh, like you say, in Ovechkin, I, you could save a little bit and put one of those guys in who are just as effective or maybe more effective. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as far as value goes on this team, uh, David Perron has been one of my favorite value plays lately ever since going over to Pittsburgh, so I love him. Yeah. Uh, you, you can definitely look at Chris Kunitz, who I think is still undervalued. Uh, he's He's been playing really well. They've been shifting things around, too. Patrick Hornquist is now back on that top line. So, I don't know. There's a couple of options from Pittsburgh. I think you can look at every single one of them, and then you can always look at Chris Letang on the backside. Mm-hmm. He should probably be somewhere more like 13,000, 14,000, but we cap him at 12. Yeah, that's it's very nice that we do that for the for the. Viewers, listeners, players, everyone who's not going with either of the goalies in this one, by the way. Yeah, can't do it. Well, we we we've already said how much we like Mark Andre Fleury this season, and it's not much. Yeah, no, because the guy is the king of regular season, but tanks in the playoffs. But it's just then, rude. It's just rude, man. Yeah, it, it's not It's not nice at all. <laughs> all right, the last game on the slate tonight, before we jump into the break, we got the Ottawa Senators plus 170 
at the Anaheim Ducks, minus 200. It is confirmed Andrew Hammond is going to be in net making his second career start, I believe, or third third career Probably start. Probably third now. Yeah, it, versus John Gibson most likely because they don't really don't have anybody else out there. So. Yeah, I'm not too happy with you, Mr. Hammond. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, the fact of the matter is the odds are completely stacked against the Senators in this one. Anaheim is the favorite uh, by a long shot. And for good reason. They're actually, they've kind of, uh, I guess, gotten back to form lately. They have three straight wins, and Ryan Getzloff is kind of back on top of his game. So I think he's a great option, and he's probably the cheapest elite forward that you're going to find tonight. What's he coming in? He's around? under 15000 okay. So he's cheaper than Crosby, Malkin, and Ovechkin, which makes him, I think, the ideal play at the center position. Yeah. Uh, gives you the most money left over after you take one of those top guys off the board. So uh, not sold on Corey Perry yet. I want to see him come back before I start diving headlong into it. Uh, but uh, Getzloff has been great. They shifted the lines around a little bit, and I think that might have helped. Okay. Yeah, so uh, so now... Is Maroon still up on that top line? Yes, or? Maroon is, uh, but instead... Uh, well, Corey Perry got shifted down to the second line with uh, Ryan Kessler, so that kind of opens things up a little bit. It, I know it changes Rene, things up. Rene Bork was up on that top line for a while as well, so... Yeah, no, it's... Uh, let me, I, let me gotta, I gotta look it up here. Sure, I completely no forgot. That's why they do that. Uh, Kyle Palmieri, Palmieri, I forgot. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why I forgot that. That's I okay. love him tonight. He's a great value, value option. He's not cheap. I think he just has a lot of value at his price. He's over ten thousand, so you do have to factor that in. But I think playing on the top line with Getzloff. You can't go wrong there. You're going to have a ton of opportunities. Anybody on the Ottawa side you're looking at? Yeah, actually, Kyle Turris has been hot lately. He's okay. been really good in the last five games. I believe he has eight points over that span. So, yeah, he's a very a, a cheaper option as well around that 10000 mark. And then Eric Carlson, another uh, defenseman that's at the $12,000 max for defensemen, and he really should be more around the $14,000 range. Well, we've talked about that before. If you're going to pay up for an elite defenseman, it makes sense because they're as good as those top elite players. Definitely. Okay. The matchup's got to be right, though. Don't, don't be surprised if Gibson gives up a few goals tonight. Yeah, don't be surprised. Don't get bit by that. All right, coming out of the break, we're going to break down almost all the NBA games tonight, and you're watching the Star Fantasy League Show. The Star Fantasy League Show. Information is key to being a successful fantasy team owner. And the guys have all the updated info you need right now. Right now, we have the updated info. I think he just said that. They are up, they, the info has been updated twice, actually. It, so. it has been updated twice. Welcome back to the Star Fantasy League Show. I'm your host, Matthew Footer, joined by my co-host, Nick Stablenko. Now it's time to talk some NBA. we got 12 games on the schedule tonight. It's a huge slate. That is enormous. I'm, yes. Sometimes I'm not a fan of them. I, I, like, no, I, I, like I was I a said, bigger fan of last night's five to six games. Yeah, so. like I said, I mean, it's tough because you have too many options in some cases, and you kind of have to figure out which one's the right one, and that, that's not always the easiest thing to do. Nope. But don't worry because you, uh, you, do, you are minus one superstar, so you don't have to worry about that now. You had to bring that up. I did, of course. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. I mean, we do have something riding on the line after all, and uh, I'm not going to declare victory by any means <laughs> because there is still a season to be played, but... I like my odds. Yeah, if uh, if you don't know what we're referencing, Nick and I have a dre dress bet going on that, that we've got. And now that we're season. on video, you will be able to see. Uh, a dress. Should we make that the stipulation? Oh, heck yeah. It was, was always going to be the For the show that you had to There would be video evidence of this occurring. If the, the evidence is, or the, uh, the bet is, that the Chicago Bulls will finish better in the conference for the regular season. I think that'll happen. You think mm -hmm. the Cleveland Cavaliers. I certainly Nothing do. in the playoffs related. It's just regular season. Related. Just regular season. And it's, uh, it's close right now. I'm actually enjoying it. I'm glad it's it not a blowout is. one way or the other. Yes, it makes I am, it interesting. I am happy for that as well. But Derrick Rose out 
probably for probably for the rest of the season. They're yeah. being optimistic right now. I'm here saying six weeks at yeah, best case scenario. A torn meniscus, really, yeah. really, and six the previous weeks injuries. For somebody that has knee problems as it is, it is a sad, sad story, no doubt about it. But the fact of the matter is. The Bulls have to figure out how to move on without him. So that's going to change things, I think, from a daily fantasy perspective. But uh, why don't we take a look at some of the games that you don't like first because I'm sure we'll get to that one in a little bit. So what games are you throwing out right sure. now? Sure. Right away, we're going to throw out the Dallas-Atlanta game. Dallas played last night. They're just too consistent as a team, and their, de- their depth is very good, which is good for real NBA, bad for fantasy. So I'm really not touching anyone there. On the Atlanta side, Dallas plays really good defense, um, and I'm not going to pick anyone from either of this game. I forgot to mention Atlanta plays great defense as well. That so is they're true. one of the top they're the top defending teams, one of them. That's so, tough. I mean, that kind of that line throws you off there. Six and a half point favor for Atlanta, two oh three is the over under. Yeah. I think that's gonna throw some people off. Based, based on the salaries, I'm not touching any of those guys on either one of those teams. All right, so that's one. You got any others? Yeah, I'm tossing out the Lakers Utah game. Uh, I will consider uh, throwing out uh, or put, putting out there Gobert, as you'll okay. probably see later, because he's just basically matchup proof. I think you can put him uh, against anybody at any time, no matter who they're going up against. Interesting. Okay. Uh, another guy to consider is Joe Ingles. He's back from the injury. He's at like 6,500. Okay. Going up against the Lakers, he's got a good matchup. I was going to uh, say, the Lakers are horrible on defense. Yeah, it, the line's so small tonight. It's 191, so yeah. that, that, that was something that kind the of battle of the bands, for if me. You will. And the last one is Portland and San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio is really good defensively, and uh, there's just so many games tonight. There's just you're not going to catch fire with anybody on that team. Okay. The only guy to consider is Kawhi, but I think his salary is too high. Where you can find someone better else, and obviously on the Portland side, if Lamarcus Aldridge is healthy, I would consider him. But he didn't play last game; he was scratched. So you got to monitor that situation. All right. So we threw out three, and if I know my uh, first grade math, that means that there's nine left, right? One, two, three. Got uh, it. Uh, yes, uh, uh, nine. Okay, so like let's start that. right Good at reference. the top. We're uh, we have Miami at Orlando. Miami's a three point favorite with a one ninety eight point five over under. Yeah, this is uh this is one of the closer lines of the the night, and I think it has to do with the Chris Bosh Bosch injury. Uh, very much because Orlando is very bad. They fired their coach a few weeks ago. They really slowed the, the tempo of the offense down, um, which could play a factor. But I think there's a few guys on the Miami side you should consider. Obviously, Hassan Whiteside, he, it's just been a terror. And he's great defensively. He gets blocks. He gets rebounds. He gets dunks. He's going up against Vucevic, which is a, a tougher matchup, but he's not, he's not the best defender. He's more of an offensive guy. Okay. Um, Goran Dragic, who just got – Sent here in a trade. He's thirteen thousand. Two fantastic games so far by him. Yeah, I mean his value has to go up with that trade, and especially with Chris Bosh being out, that means one less superstar to take shots away mm-hmm. from him, to take ball handling duties away from him as well. Uh, so that, yeah, I think that's definitely solid. I think we'll see that number go up a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Last guy for tonight, I would consider. Luol Dang, he actually has a pretty good matchup. Uh, Orlando's the fourth worst against opposing small forwards. He's coming in just around 13,000. He's coming off a 32-point effort. I don't consider him most nights, but he's someone who might be uh, a guy you put in in like a GPP who might get you that. Are his minutes being capped, though? I mean, he is getting older. Is he still seeing a full slate of minutes? I mean, that's one of the biggest things that you want to watch, especially with the older players, is are they still going to get a full run of minutes? Because if they're not getting the time on the court, then they're not going to get there as far as as far as far those rebounds and assists and stuff. All of those little uh, points that you can find along. No, that's good to bring up. And let me bring say his five last games, his minute totals, 33, 31, 34, 40, and 33. So he's getting over 30. That's a solid start. Yeah. 
So that's why I considered him tonight. Beyond Excellent. that, uh, that's pretty much Nobody it. Nobody from Orlando. We don't like that. Vucevic, nope. tough matchup. No, nope, too high. It. He's over 18,000. Nope. Excellent. Okay, the next game then, we have the New York Knicks at the Boston Celtics. The line is minus 12 for Boston, so we're looking at a blowout potential. And the over-under is 197. Yeah, no mellow means I think you can bet on Langston Galloway getting his shots. He's at uh, just under 12,000. Still creeping up there. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, a guy who got inserted in the starting lineup the last couple of days, and he's this is a punt play for tonight. I wouldn't necessarily advocate playing him, but he gives you an option. He's at 4,300. It's Travis Weir. 16 and a half and 19 and uh, 0.75 fantasy points the last couple games. That is tough. That's a little tough. I mean, you really want to see. Uh, now obviously, he's exceeding his value. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've heard a number of times that you want to do two and a half times the salary. Yep. Uh, so exceeding the value, but uh, at, at 19.75, that's kind of tough. It is that's tough. The, you got to get over that 25 point hump. I feel. Yeah. So he's a guy to consider. Everyone else on the Knicks, I'm really not considering. Boston side, I think uh, IT3 is an option tonight. IT3. IT3. We have an IT3. I didn't even know that. Isaiah Thomas the third. He's at 12,000. He's averaged 26 fantasy points over his last two. And you were wondering, you know, how much time he's going to come in after that trade, splitting time on Marcus Smart. He's still putting up 26 fantasy points average. Granted, it's not what the what the numbers we're looking for specifically. But, again, he's a guy who I think is going to keep getting increased minutes. Yeah, I mean, if you're around that mark, though, there's always a potential to go over 30 there. Definitely. Uh, Another guy to consider, uh, Tyler Zeller. If uh, Kelly Olenek is out, if he's out, he usually gets 31-plus minutes per game. Brandon Bass is another guy at 9,000. Jared Sollinger's out for multiple weeks, so he's another player to consider. Boston is hurting. Yep. All right. Next game, then, Brooklyn at the New Orleans Pelicans now, right? I keep forgetting that. The Pelicans. Uh, And – uh, what is it? Brooklyn minus two and a half. Sorry, uh, the one ninety two and a half over under. Yeah, um, on the Brooklyn side, it's pretty obvious if Jarrett Jack doesn't play or is very limited. Darren Williams is the start. Thirteen thousand. He's had thirty six point seven five and thirty six and a half fantasy points the last two games without Jack. If he plays, they split time. You don't want to touch him. Sounds good. On New Orleans side, Tyreek Evans, Anthony Davis is still out. Um, Drew Holiday's out, and uh, most likely Ryan Anderson. This is something you want to monitor. It won't affect him immensely, but uh, Tyreek Evans, he's at 16,000. Over the past, uh, he's averaging 28 fantasy points per game this season, but that was with the brow in there and not getting the minutes. That average has gone up over the past few weeks, especially with him starting. So I think he provides great value tonight. Uh, He's got a good matchup going up against uh, Darren Williams slash uh, the other guard that they throw out there. Okay. Uh, Another guy is Eric Gordon. He's at 11,000. He's at 36 minutes plus over the uh, average over the last five games. So okay. that's, that's what we're talking about when it comes to minutes. And then, and, and your boy there, Jinka. I had to put him down. You if had to put if him Anderson down. doesn't play, like last game, he had over 25 fantasy points. So one troubling question that I have here is Tyreek Evans, he, he's still below 16,000. He's been between 15 and 16,000 mm-hmm. for quite a while now. It, it, does, does it seem to you like the value isn't going up enough? Like maybe he really isn't meeting his value as often as he should? Yeah, that, I think that's the issue because uh, he'll, he'll roll off a few games where he hits the 40 fantasy points mm-hmm. around there, and then he'll come back with a 20-point, 22-point effort. Oh, so that's tough. He's a, he's a great boomer bust guy. Like, All right. So. Fair enough. GPP play then maybe. Yeah. Uh, next game, Charlotte at Chicago. Chicago an eight-point favorite regardless of not having Derrick Rose, and the over-under is 191. Yeah, I think this is a game you want really want to target on the Charlotte side is Mo Williams. He's been playing really well since coming over in the trade. Little Mo. Now he's not got – it's most likely going to be Heinrich 
with the start on paper, but Aaron Brooks is going to see the majority of the time. Okay. So he's at 12,000. I think he's a great play tonight. Another one is possibly Cody Zeller. He's at 9,500. He had 23 fantasy points last time. Uh, we've said this before. Pau Gasol really is not the greatest defender. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still do have Noah down low, who's a great defender. He'll be watching Al Jefferson. That's more of just kind of a throw-in for variety. I wouldn't advocate playing. So that's a couple of plays from Charlotte now with with Chicago being an eight-point favorite. you got to have somebody. Yeah, Butler's going to be picking up all those points in minutes that Rose is going to be losing. He's at 17,000. I wouldn't be surprised if in a few weeks he's around that 20,000 mark. I wouldn't either. Because of picking up that production. And obviously I don't think you can go wrong with Pau Gasol. He's just been playing unbelievable this season. Always an option. But he is high over 20,000. That is true. So he's got to be a top-dollar play. All right, next game, the Clippers at the Houston Rockets. This is going to be a great game just for, from a basketball perspective. Houston is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 215. Yeah, um, I think this is a game where you can target a lot of guys, and obviously the top guys in the game, James Harden and Chris Paul, both of them are matchup proof, I feel. Uh, Harden, Harden last, went crazy Harden, in this game, right? Harden went for, I believe, over 60, 60.25. Oh. Uh, Paul went for 49.5 last game against Memphis. Wow. So that says something that to me. That is impressive. He steps up against big teams. He's in that John Wall, Derrick Rose type of atmosphere that he might be the originator of this, that he likes to play up to his competition. Oh, absolutely. So Blake I think Griffin's still out too? Blake Griffin is still out. So okay. DeAndre Jordan, he's averaged 45 points over the last five games without Blake Griffin. Yeah, that's enormous. And another guy who got thrust in the starting lineup last night was Terrence Jones. He's at 12,000. He had 36 fantasy points last night. He's been night. in and out, yeah. I mean, and when he gets in there, he does have that potential Patrick to Patrick Beverly off. was out, so they kind of shifted things around. So that's something to monitor. So if he, Beverly's out again, I think it's something that you really want to consider. All right. Anybody else? No, that's no. it. No. All right. Next game, the Philadelphia 76ers against the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks are a 10.5-point favorite. Holy crap, I can't believe that. 189 over-under. Yeah, uh, this could be a return of MCW, or uh, uh, the debut, excuse me, against his former team, the Philadelphia 76ers. That would be awesome. So I'm, if he's in, I'm definitely playing him, but yep. he's so questionable at this point. Um, on the, F- the Philadelphia side, Nerlens Noel, he's had 31-plus minutes the last few games. He's at 13,000. There's really nobody else on this team that's a consistent <laughs> scorer. So you've got to find someone somewhere. Uh, and the other guy I'm considering is Isaiah Kanan. He's the new starting point guard for the Sixers. I, the other day I talked about Tim Frazier. Frazier was actually waived, and they picked up Thomas Robinson. But Kanan, last two games, 29 and 30 uh, minutes per game, and he's at 5,000. He's All a right. guy that you want to toss in for a punt play. Solid. All right, let's try to get one last one in sure. here. Washington at Minnesota. Minnesota is a two-point favorite, 201 and a half over under. I'm kind of surprised by that. Isn't Washington, wouldn't you consider them a pretty solid team? I would, but they are coming off the back-to-back from last ah, night. Okay. So they had a very tough game. Um, so John Wall obviously is the top guy, but I don't think I'm paying up for him tonight. Okay. Marcin Gortat has averaged 34 fantasy points over the last two. On the Minnesota side, I think Ricky Rubio is back to his old form, which wow. is really surprising for me to say. I mean, i got to be honest. I see a lot of green for Minnesota. Washington should be a good play, wouldn't you say? They are, but coming off that back-to-back, you just don't know what's going to happen. Shows how much I know. All right, coming out of the break, we're going to finish up with the last couple games, and we're going to give you our winning lineups here on the Star Fantasy League Show. Now, let's get back to it. The Star Fantasy League Show. Feel free to tweet the show at SF Leagues. Welcome back to the Star Fantasy League Show. We're going to jump right back in because we still have a couple more games to go over in the NBA. Then we're going to give you our winning lineups for tonight. Sounds good. All right, let's jump right in. We have Phoenix at Denver, the new-look Nuggets, if you will. Um, Phoenix is minus five. The over-under is 214. Yeah, um, this is an interesting game because uh, you look at the line. 
And then you look at who the home team is, and Denver is terrible. They got rid of a lot yeah, of their big brutal. guys. Yep. The only guy I'm considering on that team is uh, Gallinari. He's at 7,200. He's 27 fantasy points last game. Okay. Uh, he's there's no Aaron to follow there, so he's the only consistent shooter on that that team. And I think Ty Lawson's a little bit too much. Ty Lawson, I love. I, that. I love calling him that. Uh, yeah, and Phoenix doesn't look like they're the best defensive team on the board, so could no, be a pretty solid. But Denver's matchup. worse, and that's why I like <laughs> a lot of guys on the Phoenix team, especially the big men, Alex Len, Markeith Morris. They're both under fourteen thousand. You look at the numbers right now. Denver is second worst against opposing power forwards. So yeah, that's big. That, that's I think those guys are huge tonight. I'm staying away from the guard, the point guard position, though, because uh, they they recently acquired Brandon Knight, mm-hmm. and Bledsoe's been the main guy there, but. I don't know about this time split now. All right. Well, let's rush on to the next one then. Memphis at Sacramento. Uh, Memphis is a seven-point favorite. The over-under is 199.5. This is going to be a pretty good game, I think. Yeah, the best defensive team in Memphis coming in, taking on Sacramento. I'm not touching Boogie tonight. He's going up against Marcus All. I will play Marcus All because Boogie doesn't play defense. <laughs> so he's at 18,000. I think Zebo might be an option as well as 17,200. Uh, the only guy I'm considering possibly on Sacramento is the starting point guard tonight, Ray McCollum. He's at 5,300. That's a name I know, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Darren Callison. They got rid of Ramon Sessions. Yep. So we used to play him a lot last year when IT2 was out. McCollum did a pretty solid job. He yeah. did really well. So, yeah, I think he's a great value play. So, anybody else? That's it. All right. Well, I think we're all set then. Did you call him IT2? Did I meant to say – I thought it was IT3. I thought he's no, IT2. I thought IT2 played for Sacramento. Yeah, but Isaiah Thomas, right? Yes. I thought he's Isaiah Thomas the third. No. Are you sure? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Whatever. What the hell? We're talking about basketball. Why would you trust anything I say? That's true. All right. It's time to give our winning lineups that you can put in tonight on StarFantasyLeagues.com. And we've been doing really well. If you put in my lineup last night, you would have been in the top 20 for the free roll. Not so, bad. Not and bad. I, I, we make this very early in the day. So that's a disclaimer. Yeah, so very nice. All right. All right. So let's run down hockey. You get two left wings, two right wings, two centers, two defensemen, one goalie, and one flex play. So I'll start right off with my left wingers. I have Milan McCulloch in for Ottawa. He's been playing really well for the Senators recently. I don't trust John Gibson in goal for the Ducks. The other left winger, David Perron, he's been one of my favorite value plays. He's under 9,000 and he's been doing really well in the top six for the Penguins. My two right wingers, Emerson Edom for Anaheim. He got moved up to the second line. He is on the line with Ryan Kessler and Corey Perry and he's at 6,000. I think it's an excellent value play and I think that Andrew Hammond is going down tonight. Oh, he's calling it. It's going. Uh, and then the other one from, from Anaheim, Kyle Palmieri, he's at 10000 on the first line with Ryan Getzloff, who I have in my lineup, just under 15000 Patrick Eliash is going to be my value center tonight. He's at 6600 My two defensemen, Hampus Lindholm at 7100 and Dennis Weidman right. at 10000 Like I said, I do Love like Weidman. Dennis Weidman. Uh, but I am going to be cannibalizing some points just a little bit because I do have Corey Schneider in my lineup. He is at just over 18000 been fantastic lately. And then my flex play, I had the money, so I'm going with Chris Kunitz. I do like the Penguins tonight, just as a shot in the dark, especially if you're playing in tournament play. Fair enough. All right, time for my NBA lineup. Uh, the guard position, I'm rolling with Isaiah Kanan. I already said that. He's the starting point guard in Philadelphia. Rolling with James Harden at 23,000. I think he's going to step go up for him, a yeah. big game. Last card is Joe Ingles for Utah. I talked about he's very undervalued at this point. Got to my forwards, Brandon Bass, because I'm banking on Cody Zell, or excuse me, Tyler's, uh, uh, Kelly Olenek not playing, Tyler Zanolo <laughs> being available. I get them all confused. He's at 9,100. Tyreek Evans at 16,000. Nerlens Noel at 13,000. And at center, I got Rudy Gobert, because I love Rudy. Gotta and love I was him. able to fit in Hassan Whiteside as well. Wow, Hassan upside. Love it, dude. Love it. 
Well, that's a solid lineup, I would say. Yeah, it's a lot of the same guys I've been using this past week, so I figure you got to roll with them. Hey, if you got a good streak going, you got a good streak going. And you can put these winning lineups in at StarFantasyLeagues.com, win some real money, and tune back in tomorrow for the Star Fantasy League Show.